Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Begin to be poured out upon all men. <laughs> this is that spoken by the prophet Joel. This is that spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, I pour out my spirit, saith the Lord. Tell It Like It Is radio show. We are coming to you live tonight, July 28th, 
2019. Glad to be with you. And our faithful listeners know what's going on. If you're brand new tonight, I pastor the New Life Pentecostal Church, 501 Elks Drive, Dickinson, North Dakota. And so this is an AM station, KDIX, that broadcasts. Um, it's a really old, uh, famous radio station right in the heart of Dickinson, North Dakota. And we, they've been in business forever, but we've been on the air with them just about 20 years doing the Tell It Like It Is show. You are our tar- target audience listening in the Dickinson area. But we also are broadcasting on Holy Ghost Radio uh, Channel 2. And so you could be listening to us that way, as many of you that have already texted me are. You're listening that way now. You can be part of this program tonight by texting me 701-290-7862. 701-290-7862. You can also email me, if you're out of the country, robertsimons58 at gmail.com. We uh, just want to tell you a little bit. I've got a special speaker in the studio with me. I'm going to get, turn this over to him in a minute. But uh, we just want to tell you that if you are in the Dickinson area, we have our next service will be Wednesday night at 7:30. That's 501 Elks Drive. We bought the entire top portion of the Elks Building about a year and a half ago. It's right on the interstate. Uh, we I thought we set an attendance record today, but I just was informed we did not. But I thought we did. But um, but we were excited about what God's doing. I want to just greet some of you that have already texted me. I've got one-armed Dave listening to me in Fargo tonight. We've got some Millers out in Gulva. We've got uh, Sierra in Arkansas. Justin, Lane, Tristan, they're out driving on the road going to Bowman. Brother Greg from Kentucky is texting me. Jeremy and Becky, Becky listening in Bismarck. And uh, we've got uh, just a great report. I got a text here about our, our women's prison, the state women's prison is uh we have a team that goes down there every week and Kim and Lauren went down there and they said they had one of the biggest services ever down there so there that was exciting. Now I as I mentioned I'll and I'll be coming back in through the program I got Abe running the controls tonight that'll interest Sierra uh, I'm sure but uh the we've got in the studio I've got brother and sister Harvey Charles Harvey and uh they are doing something very interesting they are raising support to begin and they've already, I shouldn't say begin because they've already been doing this, but to help um, reach the Native Americans in the United States and Canada. And I want to just um, introduce you, uh, Brother Harvey. Welcome to the Tell It Like It Is show. And I'm not going to interview you tonight. I just kind of want you to tell us, uh, tell us what you're doing, tell us the need that's out there, and then we'll just break in with a couple songs throughout the program. Well, praise the Lord, my brother. I, yeah, I counted a very... Uh, high honor to be here and to share our burden, not only with the local church here today, uh, but for our radio listeners. Uh, there is a great need in Native America uh, for a, the voice of truth, uh, as it is with everyone in you know everywhere. But especially, there is a hunger that we have seen among Native Americans that is just absolutely over the top. And uh, we have a great burden to go out among the tribes. My wife is a full-blood Navajo, uh, and I would have never dreamed uh, in earlier years that I would be uh, involved in such a ministry, but God has opened up this uh, avenue to where uh, we are um, are busy about doing what we can uh, to reach uh, Native America. Uh, you know, the scripture tells us that the heart 
is it, it is a deceitful thing. And it said the scripture says above all things it is deceitful and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Now that is probably one of the most uh, sobering statements that I think you could read in the Word of God, because a lot of times we live our lives according to our heart, uh, what we feel, and uh, we even judge ourselves basically uh, about what we feel, and uh, that is a very dangerous thing to do. Uh, and you know, whenever whenever someone says, you know, I feel in my heart that I need to do this, or I feel in my heart that this is the direction I need to operate in a certain area, immediately there should be a red flag that goes up in all of our minds, because based on what the scripture says here, that I can be deceived by my feelings. I can be deceived by my heart. And uh, and so what it is so important to do is to weigh what I feel with the word of God. Uh, the word of God is the true measure of where we are to walk. And uh, the Bible says in, in two different places, there is a way that seemeth right to man, but the end thereof is the way of death. And so when you put these scriptures together, as a very sobering thing that uh, I know that, uh, that there's a lot of times there's a disconnect with what I feel and what I know. Uh, I, I can feel saved sometimes, like, like we talk about a lot of times the uh, uh, commercials. Sometimes you feel like a nut and sometimes you don't. Sometimes we feel saved and sometimes we don't. Sometimes we feel, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, that that uh, we are right and before God, and sometimes we don't, and our 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 feelings can deceive us, and and somewhere down the line we have told ourselves that that we've got to feel everything. And that's a very dangerous thing, because the Bible says the just shall live by faith. And so uh, there's times uh, in all of our lives that we don't feel uh, like, uh, you know, we're on top of the mountain and we don't feel like, uh, you know, that uh, we're everything in a bag of chips. But the fact is, if we're walking in God and we're walking in truth, amen, it doesn't matter how we feel, amen, it matters what the Word of God has to say. Amen. And so this is so true that we cannot live by how we feel We've got to live according to what the Word of God says. And that's why it's so important to have a pastor in your life. Not a preacher, but a pastor in your life. And everybody's, a lot of people's got a preacher in their life. But they don't, a lot of everybody don't have a, a pastor in their life. We need godly counsel. We need the Word of God. And we need a pastor and the, in our life and the word of God that is a more sure word of prophecy. And because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That is exactly what we have to have today. This is the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Pastor Bob here. And we've got a special guest in the studio tonight. Brother Charles Harvey He's going to be talking to us about Native Americans reaching Native Americans in our country. We're going to come right back to them after this song.
falsetto like that. This is Pastor Bob to tell it like it is. Soon. I can't do it. Hey, are we on the air? Of course we are. Uh, Pastor Bob to tell it like it is radio show. You're listening to a live broadcast July 28th. Now you can be listening to this later on Holy Ghost Radio Channel 2. Most of our programs, Brother Duran's listening tonight, are re- recorded. And so sometimes if you want to rehear this program, you can just go back. This program is going to be titled, titled Charles Harvey. That's, the, that's pretty original. But the... Um, so you can do that now. Tonight, during the, we're going to get in. He's going to be getting into some some information about reservations, Native American uh, issues, and 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 some good news about how God is go- is reaching these people. If you want to be part of the program, text me seven zero one two nine zero seven eight six two. Lots of people texting to me tonight. Uh, we've got uh, Jake and Lydia Yoder out in Pennsylvania. We've got Jasmine in Bismarck. Tim listening in North Carolina. We've got. Uh, Charles Harvey with us. Go ahead, 
Brother Harvey, and just keep talking to us. Well, praise the Lord. I'm, I'm getting closer to the microphone this time. Praise God. And, uh, we were talking about earlier before the break about how, uh, that a heart, the heart is desperately wicked and that we need the Word of God to, uh, be our guide in life. Uh, in, in Native America, Native America is, they are by their culture a very spiritual people. And they are taught to feel after nature and to feel after things. And that can, that can be uh, very dangerous for any of us because uh, the things that we feel may not be exactly what we need to feel. And uh, when it comes to salvation, uh, it doesn't, it, 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 it's not important about what I feel. It, it is, what's important is what the Word of God has to say. And so, uh, they, they, there is a, a, a need and there is a, a sincerity there that they want to feel after God. And so uh, we know what to do. Whenever whenever we uh, uh, feel one thing and the Word of God says something else, we know we can go to the Word of God, but they do not have that voice. And so it is up to the church to bring that voice to Native America. And uh, we are seeing great uh, response, brother, brother and sister Wilt are out before us. They are have been on the field for uh, some time now, and, and the the response that they've received is just wonderful. Uh, on the Pine Ridge uh, on the Pine Ridge uh, uh, Reservation, not too long ago, I believe it was fourteen were baptized in the name of Jesus, and so there is revival going on. In different parts of the country, uh, my wife's reservation, the uh, Navajo reservation, is seeing a tremendous revival. Brother Steve Carrington's church in Farmington, New Mexico, is uh, just thriving, and and a big. A portion of his people are Navajo. Uh, of course, Brother Eastridge and Tahachi, uh, the church is just busting out at the seams. Uh, Brother, Brother Hall that has, uh, come to recently come to Newcomb on the reservation, uh, he texted me the other day and said they had 72, uh, in church. And I, I'm just thankful for what God is doing. Amen. And they need to hear the voice because when, whenever they have problems in their life, they don't have a word to, to, to reflect upon. There are so many things that they deal with and, and without the word of God in their life. They turn to alcohol and they turn to all kind of things that the, that the rest of the world turns to as well. But they are many times they are isolated. We are talking about seven million population uh, uh, in the United States and Canada. Forty-seven percent of them still live on the reservation. Twenty-eight percent are below the age of eighteen, and the average age. Is 30 years old. Over 1 million are, un, are under the age of 24. Only 52% have adequate health care. And 24% of them have no health care at all. The poverty rate is 236 as a whole. And for ages under 18, it's 324 
alcoholism is 514% higher than the general population. The suicide rates are more than 150% higher than the rest of the country. The native teen percentage is the highest rate of suicide than any population group in America. Diabetes is 177% higher with the highest rate of type 2 of any population in the U.S. Tuberculosis is 500% higher among Native Americans. The average age of death for a Native female is 50 years old. And the average age of death for a male in Native America is 47 years old. Amen. Violence including intentional injuries, homicide, and suicide, account for 75% of the deaths of the youth between 12 and 20 years old. Suicide is the second leading cause of death and two and a half times the national rate for youth between 15 and 24 years of age. 22% of females and 12% of males have reported to have attempted suicide in the last year. In the past year, only one out of eight have received alcohol and drug treatment. And currently, the suicide rate in America is up 33%. But for Native America, the suicide rate is up 139% for women and 71% for men here in America. Nearly 84% of all Native women experience violence in their lifetime. 56% have suffered sexual violence and almost the same amount have experienced physical violence by an intimate partner. One third of the women who have been raped have contemplated suicide. We were at uh, the uh, Colorado camp uh, not too long ago, and we had our display set up uh, at in the back of the uh, campgrounds there, and it was a great camp meeting. But while we were there, uh, we had our display set up, and a lady came to us, and she was trembling, and she 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 was just sobbing un- uncontrollably. And I, I asked her, what, "What's wrong, hon? What 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 can I do to help you?" And she she pointed at our at our billboard or, or at our at our pictures and 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 at our display, and she said, "I I, I have got to support your work. You've got, I've got to support your ministry, but I really don't know how I'm going to do it. But I, somehow or another, I'm going to." have to do it and I said well thank you but what what seems to be the problem and she said uh, she said we just left South Dakota and we were there on vacation and uh, we had stopped at a filling station and uh, there was a little girl there and this little girl came up to me and she said she didn't ask for money she didn't ask for anything but the little girl was weeping and and she looked at me and she said I don't know what to do and and she said well what's wrong what what's wrong hon and she said my dad and all of his brothers raped me and she is seven years old, and she is crying out for help. And the, and the sister, she said, I, 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 I just stood there, and I, I didn't know what to do, because what could I do? But Could I take her home? I, I couldn't. Uh, they would get me for kidnapping. 
She said, but that little girl's mind or her face is, has never left me. And she said, I, I see her face all during the night. I wake up in the morning seeing her face and thinking, what can I do to help reach Native America? What can I do to save or to reach the, the next little girl or even this little girl to give her hope in her life. See, brothers and sisters, we have hope in the Word of God. We can turn to the Word of God when our feelings let us down. We have a pastor in our life, and we have a godly counsel, and we have the church to lean on. But these people have nothing when their feelings drive them to suicide, and when their feelings drive them to alcohol. They have no other place to turn. They have no other place to, to reach to. And so it is a, it is a self-perpetuating, uh, 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 drive to the bottom. And I thank God every day for the church. But see, if the church doesn't care to reach outside of itself to areas like this in the United States and Canada, if the church doesn't care, tell me who will care. We are seeing great revival in different tribes. 564 tribes that are there. And, and and very few of them have we reached up to this point. But God has given us a burden and, and He has given us God is building a, a, a army among His people uh, by the leadership of Brother Brock Chavis at headquarters. Brother Brock Chavis is, is a visionary and uh, he has got a, such a dream for uh, Native American missions and, and 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 so there are things that are that are evolving and things that are taking place to where the program is really really uh, uh, taking on a different dimension uh, with with aimers and different things like this and being able to be on site for six months at a time. And what we do, as my wife and I, uh, we go, we come by the invitation of the pastor. And uh, a pastor will ask us to come, he make application to come, and we will work with that pastor that has a church on the outside of the reservation. And we will come for six months, and we will bring our RV to that church location without any without any cost or obligation on the on the on the part of the church, other than to work with us in the ministry. And so for six months time, up to six months time, my wife and I are boots on the ground. We give the life and focus program. We give the anger management program. We do whatever we can do. We go into the prisons. We go into the juvenile system. We go into the homes. We give Bible studies. Whatever we can do, we do it and we try. Our our end goal is to establish a daughter work on that reservation. If we can't establish a daughter work, at least we want a preaching point by the time that we leave. And then if that's not possible, at least we can bring sons and daughters that have been born into the kingdom and unite them with the church that's on the outside of the reservation. But the key is that the pastor keeps this thing going after we're gone. After we're gone, that this work is perpetuated and then, and, and then it keeps growing and, and we're reaching for the hearts of Native America. It's such a great opportunity. It is such a great burden. And, and, you know, we do a lot of things overseas and we do a lot of things, you know, for foreign missions and we should. But this is right here in our own backyard and we need to take care of this. And we are asking people 
to help us to get back on the field. We were on the field for two or three years on our own, and we were doing it at our own expense, and we spent about $29,000 of our own money uh, out of our retirement doing what we could do. And we soon, very soon, found out that the, the burden, the calling, the need was so much greater than what we could finance, amen, that we have joined the national program. And we are raising our deputation now so we could get back on the field because there are there 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 are more of those seven little seven year old girls that are needing someone to come and speak to them amen you're notice that we have a special speaker today this is uh this is uh charles harvey speaking and they are uh, a ministry to reach the native american population in the u.s and canada uh, we're going to be telling you how you can be part of that uh, eventually here when we get there. I've got Brother Duran. He's one of the Holy Ghost radio guys that uh, said, I, I hope you're recording this. and We are recording this. We're going to play a song, and we're going to come right back with Brother Charles Harvey. search for what they yearn, but they don't know that Jesus came to fill the void, replace their fears with peace and joy, the sting of death has been destroyed, tear down the walls, break the chains, to help the people bound by sin, to be
deliverance that neither prisoner nor guard could afford. As we lift our hands toward heaven, shouting praises in one accord. The bands are loosed, the chains fall off, the relationship can be restored. Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio show, that was my good friend Bill Farron, and he's got a new CD out. We featured that a couple weeks ago on the Tell It Like It Is show, and if you want some information to get a, how to get a hold of that CD, you can you can text me 701-290-7862, and you can text me 701-290-7862 to be part of this program tonight. We've got um, Brother Charles Harvey in the studio. He and his wife both are in the studio, studio and he's talking to us about his burden to uh, help reach the Native American peoples in the U.S. and Canada and just so many of these things and so many of the uh, praise reports and, and different things that God is doing are things that I'm so excited about. Our church here in Dickinson is planning on being a part of this ministry and, and wanting them to get back on the field as soon as they can, and you can be part of it too. You can, uh, he, he gave me permission to give out his cell number. You can call or text him, not now, of course, but later, 828-506-8971. Or his email address is charvey238 at yahoo.com. And Harvey's just like you would think it would be H-A-R-V-E-Y. So it's charvey238. I, I bet that stands for Acts 238. I think so. At yahoo.com. All right, Brother Harvey, keep going. Praise God. Amen. Well, you know, we were, were with Brother Martin Eastridge not too long ago, and of course, the Eastridge family is uh, their their legend as far as working with uh, the Native Americans. We were with him in Tahachi, and uh, he was telling me uh, at at dinner of a a twelve year old, I believe it was a twelve year little boy, uh, on the reservation that hung himself, and he left a note. And said, now my, my family will have enough food to eat. You know, it's things like this here that, that most of us cannot fathom. We just, we can't fathom these things. But this is right here in America where we live. And, and the, the Native Americans, they, when they don't know what to do, they, they reach for the only thing they know, and that is their traditions. And their traditions have not worked very well with them. Uh, their traditions have, it's not a cure for, for anything that they're going through. And then, of course, there came religion. And, and most of the reservations you go to, they are burnt out on religion. Uh, there was, there's been mainstream, uh, religious organizations that got there long before we ever got there. And so these people don't want religion and they know that tradition is not helping them. But see, we know the answer. We know that a born again experience is what has to happen in their lives. And if the voice of, of, 
of the new birth message, the Acts 2.38 message, that they can be born again. Like somebody says, well, you know, I was born this way. Well, that's fine. Be born again. You know, so it, we, it, that's not even an issue. And so uh, if, if God can save a, a, a boy like me, I was 15 years old, messed up. You know, if he can do that for me, he can do it for the Native America. And so, uh, the message is the Acts 238 message. And, 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 and they, 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 they are receptive to the power of God. They're receptive to the move of God. And, but that they reject the dead formal, uh, you know, traditional ways of doing things, which all of us do as well. So we have got a niche. We have got a, 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 a open door to bring the gospel to the native tribes of America. And they are all monotheistic. They, 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 they already believe in one true spirit and they believe in, 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 in that uh, capacity of, of God. And so it's so easy to speak to them about the Godhead and speak to them about uh, uh, God. And so there is a great a great work to be done. Uh, just recently, some of you may saw it on Facebook, the, the Choctaw Nation uh, down in uh, Mississippi, they have voted in a new chief and bless the Lord. He is a apostolic one God man. And I am just looking forward to what God is going to do among the Choctaw. Uh, I have not met Brother, Brother Thunder at, at this point, uh, but I am just hearing about all of the uh, things that that are that are happening in Canada, and 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 what I have known, what I have found out that there were six First Nations tribes that evidently were not big enough to receive uh, government recommend or, or recognition on their own, and so they joined together to form an alliance, and they voted in a chief, and this chief happens to be Brother Thunder, which is a apostolic one God uh, pastor there in Canada. And so there is such a great opportunity and and God that this this one God apostolic message that we believe is going viral. Praise God. And and I am so thrilled to be a part of what God is doing in this last day. And you can join with us and you can, you can, you can be a part of what we are uh, 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 endeavoring to do. Uh, well, like I said, we're on our deputation. We're raising our budget. And just as soon as we get our budget raised, we will be on the field, back on the field, and we will be doing God's work. Amen. You're listening to the Tell It Like It Is radio show. And um, Pastor Bob here, we're going to play one more song, and then we're going to kind of bring in our final segment. He better tell that story about the medicine man, though. He better do that. Ah. All right, you will. All right. Tell it like it is, radio show. Text me, 701-290-7862. In the foothills of North Dakota, just outside of town, a preacher was sent. He put up a tent and throwed sawdust on the ground. He laid some boards upon some blocks, and those were to be his pews. And from the bottom of a barrel turned upside down is where he would deliver the news. Now the very first night of the meeting, the crowd was rather small. Just one old Indian by the name of Joe, and he stayed to hear it all. That preacher preached for a solid hour, but what intrigued Joe the most 
was the place where he read from the book of Acts about tongues and the Holy Ghost. When the preacher finished, Joe came forward with a beautiful knife and sheath. He said, God, you give Joe Holy Ghost, he give you knife to keep. Well, needless to say, nothing happened. The next night, the number was ten. And when the preacher gave the altar call, here came old Joe again. This time he had a handmade blanket, a beautiful knife and sheath. He said, God, you give Joe Holy Ghost, he give you blanket and knife to keep. Well, needless to say, nothing happened and Joe went away with a frown. The next evening in front of 36 people, old Indian Joe came down. This time he had a tomahawk, a bow and arrow, a pipe, a handmade blanket, a beautiful knife and sheath. He said, God, you give Joe Holy Ghost, he give you all this to keep. Well, needless to say, nothing happened and Joe packed up all of his goods. They heard him mumbling, Joe tried to trade fair as he disappeared into the woods. Now the tent was filled to capacity the next evening to the preacher's delight. But what he didn't know, they came to see Joe and to see if the price is right. And right down through the middle of that tent came a pinto pony, a tomahawk, a bow and arrow, a pipe, a handmade blanket, a beautiful knife and sheath. He said, God, you give Joe Holy Ghost, he give you all this to keep. Well, needless to say, nothing happened and old Joe began to nod. And then the tears ran down his leather face as he raised his hands to God. He said, God, Joe always been very good trader. Now Joe's hair is white like snow. And if you give Joe Holy Ghost, Joe will give you Joe. Well, needless to say, the Holy Ghost came and Joe was quickly filled. God let him keep the pinto pony, the tomahawk, the bow and arrow, the knife, and the blanket to keep out the chill. Well, Joe didn't want that old pipe, and neither did God, so he threw it as far as he could throw. Now the people in the foothills of North Dakota will never forget the trade between God and Indian Joe. This is the Tell Like It Is radio broadcast coming to you live from Dickinson, North Dakota. We are from the New Life Pentecostal Church here here in Dickinson. You can visit our church um, on Sunday morning. We have Sunday school at 10 o'clock a.m. and our worship service is at 11 o'clock a.m. We'd love to have you join us for that. And the address to our church is 501 Elks Drive, Dickinson, North Dakota. Our next service is Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. And that's the New Life Pentecostal Church here in Dickinson. Um, if you're from the beach area, there's a service, an apostolic service, every Tuesday night at the Beach Community Center. And Brother Joe is the leader there, the pastor there in Beach, and they'd love to have you at the Beach Community Center every Tuesday night, 7.30 p.m. And also in Bowman, there's a service every Thursday night at... Uh, the Cornerstone Apostolic Church in Bowman. The address to that church is 18 North Main. Um, Brother Seth Springer is the pastor there. Um, also, if you're from Beulah, there's the Truth Community Church, an apostolic church. The address to that church 
in Beulah is 223rd Street Northwest. They have service on Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. and on Wednesday at 7 o'clock. Um, if you'd like more information about our church, you can call or text Pastor Simons. His cell phone number is 701-290-7862. Or you can email him. His email is robertsimons58 at gmail.com. And this is Pastor Bob. We uh, just want to say hello to some of you that are listening tonight. Uh, Regina, Becky are listening from Dickinson. We've got Yvonne in Bowman listening. And we've got uh, Brother Roland from Kentucky just texted me. said, so glad that somebody is, is bringing awareness to this issue. They, he said they have Native Americans all around them, and it's, he doesn't know if anybody's really reaching them with this Acts 238 message. So uh, go ahead, uh, Brother Harvey. We've got the very last segment here, so just go ahead and take it away. Well, praise the Lord. I, uh, I'm now just now getting used to this microphone, and uh, I'm, I'm, most of the time when I speak, I'm... I'm, I'm uh, I'm looking to see a congregation, and uh, so uh, it's been a long time since I've been in a radio station. But uh, Pastor Simon wanted me to share with you some of the uh, great things that happened in Canada with a dear friend of mine. Uh, he's just recently passed away. Well, probably one of the greatest evangelists that that I had ever known in my life, and and he he was telling me that he was in Saskatchewan, and they were having a great revival under the tent among the natives in Saskatchewan and it, it, it said two or three hundred people underneath the, the tent and people receiving the Holy Ghost seemed like every night and uh, many of them being baptized in Jesus name and uh, it said one night during the, the service uh, someone come up and, and, and brought a note and, and passed it off to one of the ushers to give to the to my friend that was on the platform and this note was from the medicine man and the medicine man said, I am going to come to church tomorrow and I'm going to kill you. And, uh, and when, when the brother looked over at one of the native pastors and said, who is this man? He said, this is one of the most feared individuals in, in, in this area. Uh, he can make people disappear. And, uh, he is a very ungodly man and he is very dangerous. And, and he said, what are you going to do? And he said, well, I, I didn't come here to run. And so, uh, he said, if he comes, we'll just take it, you know, as it comes. And so the next night the service was going on and, and here walks in this mountain of a man right in the middle of the, the song service and, and he had a, a big Ruger, pistol on one hip and a big bowie knife on the other side and and he sat down in the congregation while the uh song service was going on and and one of the men on the platform uh said to my friend said this this is the man that is the medicine man that has said that he's come to kill you. And of course, my friend, he, he said, he said, brother Harvey, he said, I, 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 I'm a human being and, 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 you know, fear come over me. And I thought, God, is this where I'm going to die? Am I going to die up here in Canada? And he said, God, if that's the way it is, that's just the way it is. And so, uh, the altar call was given that night and, and here, this man walks up among the people. He wasn't coming to pray, but this man come up to my friend and said, do you know who I am? 
And he said, I think I know who you are. Uh, he said, but tell me again who you are. He said, I am the medicine man here. He said, and I sent you a note and I have come to kill you. And, and, and the brother said, you know, fear came over me. He said, brother, I didn't know what to do. He said, all I could do is call on the name of Jesus. And I raised my hands and I said, Jesus. He said, and when I did, the man fell to the ground. He said, and the bad thing about it is, when he fell to the ground, he looked up at me like I had hit him. He said, and I thought, oh my goodness, I, I didn't touch him. He said, but the man thought that the reason why he hit the ground is because I had struck him. He said, and he got up again and he put his hand on his, on his bowie knife this time. He said, and, and, and he said, and all I could do is just close my eyes and say, in the name of Jesus. And again, he hit the ground. He said, and the third time this happened, he tried to approach me and he could not approach me and he started crying. He said, this mountain of a man that has scars all over his face that it looked like he had been in more battles than you can name. He said, this man started crying and said, tell me about this Jesus. And consequently, this man received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. He was baptized in Jesus' name. And he became a preacher of the gospel in that part of Saskatchewan. And souls have been born into the kingdom of God. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, that revival is taking place among Native America. And, uh, and, and, and as I told you before, my wife, uh, she is, she is, uh, 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 Navajo. And I, I couldn't get her to talk on the, over the microphone. You, you can't hardly, she's a little too shy for all of that. Uh, but she has got a walk with God and 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 between her being native and 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 my with my experience of being able to establish churches we've established four home missions churches in our lives and uh and my wife passed away a few years ago and I I thought my life was over with but God brought uh my sweet Navajo princess into my life and, 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 and because God has put us together as a team, uh, you know, it, 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 it is, it's just blowed me away what God is doing, uh, you know, in, 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 with these frail vessels. And so I'm asking you today, if you could pray about becoming a partner with us, if you would love to be, become a partner with us, you can text me, you can, uh, send Send me an email or you can call me and I will get you a partner in missions form and you will be sent out a, a reminder every month about your monthly commitment and it will be a reminder and you just mail it in every month just like you would anything else uh, or you could put it on a credit card and they will debit your credit card every month we are a fully we are fully 501c3 we you know so you don't have to worry about uh, uh, your tax deduction anything like that we have that covered uh, or you can give a one-time commitment if you just want to give a one-time gift you can do that as well and uh, so please pray about being a part of this great need uh, we need to get back on the reservation just as soon as we can brother and sister Wield are out there and they're doing a great work but they need help and so pray uh, earnestly about being a part of what we're doing you're listening to the Tell It Like It Is radio show. I have a special guest, uh, Charles Harvey, in the studio. And he, as he, if you've been listening all this time, you know that they are 
raising support so that they can go to different places for six months at a time to help establish churches on um, Indian reservations. And uh, when they go there, they'll have this. They'll be living in a fifth wheel camper and a pickup. Right now, you've got to get rid of that Winnebago, but uh, but they'll be living in in that and and working with directly with the Native American people. Uh, just want to just take up on something just because we've got a few minutes here. He mentioned the new birth experience, and if you're listening here from Dickinson, what that is is not accepting the Lord as your personal Savior, although. Uh, coming to God and realizing what you need to do is an important step. But really, the new birth experience is found in the book of Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. It's found uh, what, what we need to do is to repent of our sins, which means to completely surrender our life to God and turn our life over to God. And then we need to be baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of those sins. And the Bible says that at that point we're candidates to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And this is the new birth experience. This is what Jesus was talking about in John chapter 3, verses 3 through 5, where he said you must be born again. And then he uh, explained what he meant by saying you must be born of the water and of the Spirit. Being born of the water is baptism. I know that we're living in a city in Dickinson that many people were sprinkled as babies, but that was not found in the Bible. The word baptism means to immerse, and you're going to find in the Bible where it tells us uh, people that were baptized, these are always people that were old enough to make this decision, old enough to repent. And so um, many of the good people in Dickinson uh, don't even know that. They feel like they've been baptized. You've not been baptized the Bible way. There isn't a, a really a, a diplomatic way to say that. And, of course, the name of the program is Tell It Like It Is, so that's what I'm going to do. But you've got to be baptized in the name of Jesus and you can receive the gift of the Holy Spirit just like they did on the day of Pentecost. This is the new birth experience. And so, uh, and this is, this is true whether you live on a reservation or, I mean, this is true whether you live in Dickinson. It doesn't make, make any difference what culture you're from. Uh, the Bible said that he has made one out of many nations one blood. And we are, uh, all brothers and sisters, whether, uh, you are Navajo or whether you're a Norwegian. It doesn't make any difference. Uh, you got to come to God the same way. It doesn't matter um, who you are. It doesn't matter if you're Jewish. It doesn't matter if you're Muslim. It doesn't make any difference. If you're even if you're from Belfield, you've got you've got to be born of the water and of the Spirit. And uh, we've got a lot of people in Belfield that come to our church. So I just I just wanted to mention that to you because I know he's been mentioning the new birth experience, very very important. Uh, we've got uh, and here again we don't. Um, this is kind of a new ground for us. We, this is the first time we've ever really done this. Uh, this radio show, we've never done any, like, ask for money or anything. I always tell people, if you want to give Pastor Bob money, just take your mom out for a steak instead and just come visit us at church because that's our church pays for this radio time. We've never wanted to do that. But these people need to get back on the mission field. They've got a lot of money to raise um, to, to do this. To He's brother uh, Harvey is 64 years old, and he um, – uh, 64, 65, 64, 64. barely 64. And he, uh, he's going to be, um, tr- he's going to, he told, uh, brother Chavis that he would do this till he's 70. And so we need to, we don't want him to spend the next two years raising money to do this. Uh, we want to send them on their way. Now, as he said, you can email him and here's his email hat address. C Harvey at C H A R V E Y C Harvey two, three, eight. That stands for Acts 238 at yahoo.com. C Harvey 238 
at yahoo.com or he's given me permission to give his cell phone number out tonight, 828-506-8971. If you're a church and you want him to come and present his burden, get a hold of him. He'll try to work it into his schedule for he and his wife to come and, and be with you. And so um, we're, we've been very glad to have him on the radio show tonight. Brother Harvey, I do this a lot when I have a special speaker, but uh, would you pray for our listening audience tonight Absolutely. and just ask God to help us? Absolutely. Lamb of God, I ask you, Lord, to move upon your people, that the church would be the church, yes. that we would reach outside of ourselves, oh God, for the enemy would have us to e- in, in eternally reach within Worry about what's going on in our family. Worry about our children, our grandchildren. And all of these things are legitimate. But God, the greatest way, teach us, Lord, about your word. Where the greatest way for revival to come into our life is to look on the field. And to think of the needs of others. To seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these other things will be added to us. Help the church, God, to look outside of itself. And Lord, look into the lives of others that need this one God, tongue-talking, apostolic experience. Lord, you've been so good to your people. God, we are so spoiled. God, help us, Lord, to reach for those that have no hope, that don't know where to turn. Their feelings and their emotions are driving them to alcohol and drugs and everything else because they don't know. There's not a voice in their life. God, help us, Lord Jesus, to pray for those that are so in much so desperately in need of receiving what we take for granted so much. Lord, give us a burden, Lord, for somebody besides ourselves. God, give us a burden, Lord God, for somebody outside of our own family. Lord God, give us a burden for your work. Lord, let your, your burden be our burden. And as one man said, if we, if we'll get God's burden, he'll get ours. And, and things will work out in our lives when we get busy outside of ourselves. God, I ask you, Lord, to move for everyone that's hearing this broadcast today. God, I ask you, Lord, to let your spirit speak to them. And Lord God, let us all rise up to the occasion, for everybody deserves to hear this message. Everybody deserves the opportunity to repent of their sins, to go down in that watery grave in the name of Jesus, and to receive that regeneration, that power, oh God, that that you can turn their life around and old things will become new in the name of Jesus. Amen. Brother. Harvey, and this is Pastor Bob. Thank you for listening to the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Lord willing, next Sunday night at 8.06 Mountain Time, we'll be back for another edition of this. Until then, good night. God bless you.
always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website www.holyghostradio.com The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.